Hello and welcome to Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. We are your hosts, Vidas Pinkavichus and Oshamut Zeta Pinkavichin. We've been mastering secrets of organ playing for more than 20 years and sharing them on this blog since 2011. On this show, which we create from our home in Vilnius, Lithuania, we strive to help you grow in every area of organ playing, including practice, technique, repertoire, sight reading, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, harmony, and many others. Our hope is to help you become a complete musician, or what we call as total organist, a program which we have created to help you reach your dreams faster than you would do on your own. If you are new here, we invite you to subscribe to receive free updates of this blog at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video on how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. And now let's go to the podcast for today. Hi guys, this is Vidas. And Usha. Let's start episode 310 of Secrets of Organ Playing podcast. This question was sent by CK. And uh, CK writes, Hi Vidas, my dream is to become a competent, versatile and creative church organist. And um, the obstacles uh, towards this dream are modulation skill, improvisation technique, and setting registration. Uh-huh. So, CK basically wants to play in church very creatively and um, competently and in a very varied fashion but he struggles with modulating improvising and registration so the first two shows that he needs to deepen his music theory knowledge and the last one no setting registration I think it's it's you know the the problem of probably understanding the organ itself and maybe, you know, what fits what. Yes, if you were to start answering this question, I, would, I think starting talking about the last one would be the easiest starting point, right? Yes, Re- I think registration. so. Let's imagine, Osha, you are summoned to St. John's Church uh, today because we're recording it on Sunday, <laughs> to play for a Mass, right? And yes. in, in a Catholic Mass, we have uh, a number of hymns to sing sometimes, although I usually play organ music, improvise, but some other people do sing hymns. If you were to, to play hymns, uh, what would you think about when setting registration? Well, I would be thinking, you know, how many people are attending church? Are they all singing or, you know, am I singing solo? Mm-hmm. And I would make up a registration accordingly. Uh, would you use all manuals in that organ or, or just one? What, for him accompanying? Yeah, for one hymn, for example. Well, 
you could use one, but it would be nice to use, you know, two or three, especially if you don't want to change, you know, stops in the middle of the, during verse. If the, if the, him has three stances, you could easily play on one, two, and three. Yes, and do them in different, you know, volume. Or even if you have four stanzas, you can play one, three, one, two, three, and one again. That's right. Uh, basically, jumping from manual to manual is a good way to change colors, because when playing on the second manual, you could you could change the first manual also uh, a little bit. With one hand, you could still play, and with another, you could draw one or or two stops. Yes, that's when you're playing mechanical organ, but you know, if you have no electric organ or something with piston system, then it's much easier. Mm-hmm. You just push a button, that's it. I think, um, I think for CK to understand registration of hymns and accompanying uh, them in in the liturgy, the starting point probably needs to be to use principal chorus, right? That's right. If the congregation is big, you could play with mixtures. If it's not big, you could play actually with eight, four, and two, or eight just eight and four. Eight and four would be enough for a small congregation, probably. Don't you think? That's right. Uh, what about sixteen foot in the manuals? That would be nice, too. Yes, you could add it, too. If you have mixtures. Right? Yes. Probably not before. Do you think uh, he would need to have pedals, too? Definitely. For accompanying congregational singing, you definitely need pedal. Mm-hmm. So, principles. Eight, four, two, mixture... Before, make sure you could have a fifth, two and two thirds, uh, and sixteen foot. In principle, if it's a big organ, flute, if it's a smaller instrument, and uh, similar things in the pedals. Principles right. sixteen, eight, even four, right? And if you have mixture in the pedals. You might add a posaune in the bass, like a, like a 16-foot reed. Yes, it's nice. I like posaune. Why? <laughs> it's my favorite reed stop. It's so low and rumbling and uh, very scary to listen to. But, uh, I like it more than a trumpet reed. It, it gives gravity. True. Remember, but in order you know to play with Pozan in the pedal, you need to be sure that you will not do a mistakes, you know, in the pedal line. Mm. Otherwise, everybody will notice them. You might have some things in common with Johann Adam Reinken, because remember in Katharinenkirche in Hamburg, he advocated and added a 32 foot Pozaune in the pedals. Wow. For more gravity, or was it a principle? I don't know, but maybe not a posaune. <laughs> but it was definitely 32 foot stop. 
because he wanted more gravitas as he wrote as he said maybe so um, so that's suggestions about registration what do you think should go f- first modulation or improvisation when you are developing your techniques I think modulation modulation right and even I will go a little bit back you know before modulation you you have to be able to play ca- cadences very well cadences yeah. and sequences uh-huh. and then after these two steps the modulations come because modulation skill is a little bit more advanced skill than you know playing sequences or you know playing playing cadences would CK and other people benefit from your YouTube channel yes you could try to play some of my sequences and cadences and some modulations too mm-hmm. that was that was really helpful that you did because when you play sequences you get acquainted with you know various keys very well then you know it doesn't matter for you if you are playing in C major or you know in C sharp major I mean you feel equally well in each key Mm -hmm. and after that you can start you know to, to to modulate from one key to another key I have a question also. Yes. How did you feel about making those videos? At the time. It was like a couple of years ago, probably. Yes. Well, <laughs> I felt, you know, interesting. Interesting or interested? Interesting. Uh-huh. Because, you know, usually... That's what my students do for me. I sit and listen and count their mistakes and make suggestions for them. Mm-hmm. Then we play, you know, sequences, cadences and modulations for me. And at that time, I felt like a student myself. I had to play and also to talk at the same time. <laughs> do any of your students ever told you about that they watched your videos? No. I don't think we are interested in harmony. Uh-huh. But you could uh, say them, oh guys, if you struggle with cadences and sequences and modulation, watch your, watch my YouTube channel. Well, some of them might, you know. Some of them might, some of them might not. Mm-hmm. So, but it was for me, you know, I don't know, a hundred times easier for myself to play it than you know, to listen very playing. Because it's quite annoying when we are playing very slowly and making mistakes over and over again and come unprepared. I think our Secrets of Organ playing students would play better because they have motivation, at least. It's very important. Right. To have a motivation. Do you have motivation to continue making those videos in the future? Yes, but probably not this year. I have too many. Too many classes to classes. teach. Plus, you additionally have uh, harmony classes with National Association of Organists. That's right. Um, I bet they will find them useful too. Okay, so guys, um, keep uh, keep listening to our conversations. Keep uh, uh, keep looking forward to new installments, and maybe 
when OSHA is less busy, she can also create something new for you in terms of harmony too. And in terms of improvisation for CK, if he wants to play in church, I think the the most helpful thing to do would be improvising him introductions first, right, Osha? Yes. In uh, in variety of ways, could be simply reharmonizing the hymn, or playing in two parts without the middle part tenor and alto could be a fugate taking uh, the first phrase and treating it fugally in three or four parts could be toccata toccata yes playing like melody in the bass Uh hymn melody for example toccata based on a hymn tune but that's for probably postlude yes more like it's very useful to impress your congregation. And do some, you know, fast figuration in the hands. I think it would sound nice. So, guys, if you feel that your congregation doesn't support you enough or doesn't clap after, doesn't applaud after your playing churches, church service, just play a toccata, him improvisation based on toccata figuration, and we can personally guarantee that you will get some applause after that. Yes, usually people like, you know, loud and fast. Right. And please write, after you do, write your feedback, how it was and how the congregation reacted. It's really interesting to, to discuss that. And maybe you will get... Uh, a lesson or two from that in the future for your future performances yes. too okay please keep sending us your questions we love helping you grow and remember when you practice miracles happen this blog is supported by total organist the most comprehensive organ training program online where you will find courses for every area of organ playing, including technique, practice, sight reading, repertoire playing, hymn playing, improvisation, composition, music theory, and harmony, with hundreds of scores and thousands of exercises. Here is what some of the students are saying. Hugh writes, The sight reading course has helped me tremendously. Thank you very much for SS courses and all your help. Robert writes, I found the fingerings, registration ideas and general comments to be excellent. John writes, I have found your download very helpful. It was really excellent. I have watched some of your teaching videos and when I read your instructions. I try to imagine you are there teaching me. You may feel disappointed that I am two three days behind, but I am a slow learner and I have committed to taking the time to get it right, as you say. But the other night my wife commented that she had never heard me play such a detailed melody in the left hand so well. My left hand is generally poor. Robert writes, It has been a great pleasure in my life of having discovered your courses and material as well as the YouTube work of recordings. You have a calm and pleasant way of teaching. Ron writes, Hi Vides and Osha, thank you guys. What a wonderful response to my email note to you. 
You've got me right, and I feel you understand my level of playing. Yes, at home, and lucky that I have an organ for that reason. I am paying attention to this, and I am going to try this haha, no longer secret model. Yes, and I love Caesar Frank too. What is very nice about your blog podcast is that Osha and Vidas are like a Socratic dialogue, and by bouncing things off of each other, so much more information comes out and is expressed. Your comments contain a wealth of information and understanding. I really appreciate this. It is very inspiring and will keep us moving forward. Would you like to receive the same or even better results that our students are getting? If so, join them at organduo.lt slash total dash organist. And of course, you will get the first month free too. You can cancel anytime. Also, if you haven't yet subscribed to receive free updates of this blog, make sure you do that at organduo.lt. By subscribing, you will also receive free video, how to master any organ composition and 10-day organ playing mini course. This was Vidas and Osha from Secrets of Organ Playing. And remember, when you practice, miracles happen.